0: The end of the week, but the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 1019. You ready? The Fox. (laughs) Come on!
1: Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Check it out, check it out. Welcome to the
0: show.
2: Uh, how you feeling, Luke? Very good tonight, Lewis Big Show. Uh, after the break, we're going to be talking about Ed. I'm going to Ed chair next week. I mean, I mean is everyone it? is. Yeah,
1: everyone's going, except, well, except for me. Yeah, you're not <laughs> going. It's a weirdo.
2: Um, and also, we uh, have you, people might remember the uh, streaker that uh, streaked the Winter Olympics speed skating last week. Mm-hmm. We have an interview with the man coming up on the show, yes. Mark Roberts. I think the world's only professional streaker.
1: Well, also, he claims he's done more than 500 streaks and he yeah. found the time to uh, do an interview with us, I don't know how, with his busy schedule. Yeah, uh, he was definitely
2: <laughs> nude, by the way. I'm just realising that now.
1: <laughs> most importantly, we're going to be playing Flipcoin again. All that and more, Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke, uh, Ed Sheeran's coming to town. Yes. Uh, he's doing an insane amount of arena shows. You've yes. got tickets, don't I'm you? going next weekend.
2: Yeah. Yes. So, uh, well, you're one of the only people who
1: isn't going, which yeah. is strange. Well, he sold about a million tickets in Australia, and there's only 23 million people here, which means that Ed Sheeran is performing to one in every 23 people. Yeah, that's insane.
2: It's incredible. I mean, good on Ed, and I can't wait. It's going to be he's playing uh, in Melbourne. He's doing Eddie Had Stadium uh, Friday through to Monday.
1: Do you know how many people are in Eddie Had? I think Stadium? it's about
2: fifty thousand.
1: And you're excited for that? Yeah. Why?
2: Because I get to sing Ed with 49,999
1: other Ed fans. Yeah, that's not... I don't think that's an appropriate place for a bit of Ed, mate. Where where do you like your Ed? Well, don't don't get me wrong, guys. If you listen to this, this is not a diss to Ed Sheeran. I love a bit of Ed Sheeran, Mm. but I don't want to see the type of Ed Sheeran... The type of music that Ed Sheeran makes, it's not arena music. Do you know what I mean? Mike, play a song by Ed Sheeran. Baby, Sorry, I'm just picturing
2: myself in a stadium.
1: No, it's not.
2: I've got my candle out. I've got my phone. I'm swaying a little.
1: Yeah, it's not stadium music. This is like, I would I glance
2: love... over my girlfriend. I go, hey, this is great fun, isn't it? She goes, yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be Perfect great. Perfect night.
2: What a date night. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's a great date. That'd He's be a date great artist. in
1: like a little jazz cafe where you where you're in a booth with your girlfriend, not with fifty thousand yeah, people. Think,
2: I think I Ed would argue that he could make a lot more money doing arenas than jazz cafes. He'd yeah. have to do a very big jazz cafe tour. He'd be he'd be <laughs> in Melbourne for like four years.
1: Mate, <laughs> right, what I'm saying is I've seen I've seen Eminem in a theatre. That was great. It was moshing. It was bass. It was everyone was pumping it. Play another Ed Sheeran song. Not an arena well, song. Pretty groovy for an arena? No, no. A little, a little bit of a groovy head. Dude, I wouldn't <laughs> even stand up. I'd stay in my little chair and tap my foot. We're in standing, so if I sit down, I won't see much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what I'm saying is Ed Sheeran, you know, he he should be playing in a cafe. It's the same reason, you know, you wouldn't why would you put Ed Sheeran in a stadium? It's like putting a putting a rugby putting a rugby game in a restaurant, mate. It's just the wrong venue. <laughs> Well,
2: I'm excited to go see Ed, and we wanted to uh, put a call out. Now, we have a reason why Mm -hmm. we want want people to call. We just... Give us a call on 131060... If you're going to Ed's Melbourne shows,
1: yes, it's a bit of a, there is a reason. Phoner.
2: Um Yeah, it's a,
1: you just got to call and trust us. There's a lot of trust involved. Um, we trust you guys. We hope call. you trust us. Yes, thirteen ten sixty. If you have tickets to Ed, give us a call, and we'll explain
2: why after the break. We have a question to put to you. Thirteen ten sixty.
1: <laughs> Luke, before the uh, songs, we were talking about how you're going to Ed Sheeran soon. You've got tickets
2: next weekend. Can't wait. Very yes. exciting. And uh, before the break, we did ask you guys, third, on 131060, are you going to Ed? And we said, we'll explain why after the break. Yes. And, um, and obviously, one in 23 people in Australia are going to Ed. He sold yes. over a million tickets.
1: So the fo- phone board's lit up with people yep. calling. Uh, now, I don't even know the reason why you're getting people to call up. Well... Cause uh, you just told me to make people call... <laughs> And I'll tell you why later. Yeah. I don't even know. It's a mystery to me as well. Well, so, the- all these <laughs> all these people have called. I don't know why they called. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we I'll told tell them you. There's no reason. I'll tell you. Right. Okay. What? So these people have called because they're going
2: to Ed Sharon. Yeah. Uh, he's playing from Friday to Monday mm-hmm. in Melbourne next weekend. Right. And um, I said, yeah, I'm going next weekend. Yeah. The thing is, we do a show on Sunday night. And when I booked the tickets yep. eight months ago, when the tickets went on sale, we I booked for Sunday night. And since right. then, we've gotten this show. Well,
1: obviously, you don't really, you don't really have any bets on yourself, do you? I was planning eight months from now to have a have a radio show on Fox FM. Right? You're obviously bringing the team down, mate. Yeah, you sorry. Be drive by now. If <laughs> you believed in us. It was my lack of faith. But um, yeah, it's
2: kind of. I, I realized like a week ago. Right. Uh, so I checked. I was like, oh, Ed Sheeran's coming out. I should probably check when that is. And I checked it, and I was like, ah, oh, Sunday. I think I do. That sounds familiar. Well,
1: this is way more important. I mean, we, we need to entertain all the people that are coming home from Ed Sheeran. Obviously. Right. Well, the reason why I so got people... you're not peop- going to go, are you?
2: Well, the reason why I got Tra- people to call up was, uh, if you are willing to trade, <laughs> swap or barter no! for an Ed ticket. No! If you've got a Monday night ticket, happy to swap?
1: Luke, you can't do personal errands well, on our show. We don't
2: know. Rhiannon's on the line. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Rhiannon, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks,
2: mate. Um, what night are you going to Ed?
0: I'm going on the Saturday
2: night.
1: Mm, Saturday? Okay. I actually mm-hmm. realize now I'm busy Saturday. too. <laughs> um, oh,
0: mate, come on. It's Ed Sheeran. No, Rhiannon, don't
1: encourage him to skip our radio show, okay? <laughs> this is not okay. Well, that's I'm, I'm trying not to skip our radio
2: show. I'm trying to do a, you a favor here, yeah. and I'm trying to go to Ed on another night. Okay. So, Rhiannon, would you be willing to swap?
0: Well, th- how many tickets have you got? I've got
2: two, and I think they're B-reserved standing.
0: Right, so the small issue is that I've got four tickets.
1: Ooh, are you going with three friends?
0: Yeah. Do you
1: have two friends that you don't really like, and you regret inviting? Uh,
0: <laughs> like a little bit, but I can't really tell them that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Name them. No. <laughs> um.
2: So you, yeah, are you willing to trade the two ticks or?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Very interesting. What's in it for me? Ah. Uh, You'd be a great friend, and everyone would be like, "Wow, Rhiannon, what a great sport!"
0: <laughs> nah, I don't have to, to trade in tickets, and people already think I'm pretty good friends.
2: <laughs> oh, a okay. right. I don't
1: think you're getting anything out of Rhiannon, mate. Um, I <laughs> could
2: offer you. No, I got nothing. I was about to say like a pack of t- uh, 12 crayons or from Crayola, but we don't even have those at the station to give away. I'm just making empty promises, Rhiannon. Um, yeah, let's move on then. Uh, uh- <laughs> no help to me. Hayley, I mean, look, we didn't tell people to call uh, if you want to swap. We did just tell people to call, hey, are you going to Ed Sharon? Why weren't
1: you just honest from the start, mate? You well, could have actually got a few Because I didn't taken. think you'd let
2: me do it. No, I <laughs> wouldn't. <worked. laughs> uh, Hayley. Hi. Uh, you're going to Ed Sharon? I am. What night?
0: I'm going on Friday.
2: Mm, Friday. I could probably do Friday. but, could but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> Luke is assuming that you're happy to swap with him. Are you happy to swap with him? Because it doesn't sound like you uh, are.
0: No, uh, I don't know, because my friend bought me these tickets, so I'd be pretty hard-pressed to get rid of them on her if she's right. But are
2: you busy Sunday? Because I've just got the show to do and stuff, and I'm pretty swamped.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I think I've got that off.
2: <laughs> so you could do the Sunday?
0: I could, yeah. Mm. Oh, what
2: what seats do you have? Be reserved or, oh, or better? I think
0: are
1: like in penthouse seats way up the back.
2: Mm. So you'd probably have to throw in a deal sweetener then.
1: No, mate, uh, you, you're the one sure. who wants people to swap. Yeah, but I,
2: I don't want to get ripped off. <laughs> I want a fair trade. Would you be willing to throw in like, I don't know, perhaps you could you could buy a poster on the night or something?
0: No, nah, I want to meet Ed Sheeran.
2: You want to meet? Oh, well, I don't I don't have the power. I don't know Ed. You're making it like is that, I
1: know. Hayley, Ed, is that, did you call us in in case you would? We have the power to get you to meet Ed Sheeran. You is just that wanted what you VIP call? tickets, and now you're just being ripped off on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is the radio,
2: right? So yeah, you so thought Luke, we you had the power? Waste,
1: you've wasted my time. No, hang wasted on. The list of no, time. we haven't. Hayley's We've still
2: time. got Trent. <laughs> no. Trent, are you going to Ed Sheeran?
1: Uh, Friday, Sunday, and Monday.
2: Oh, perfect! Three nights to choose from. Oh no, two because I can do Sunday. So let, <laughs> let's do a deal, Trent. Let's talk. Which night? Wait, why do you have so many tickets?
0: Well, I bought the Sunday sit down to take my parent, my father, and mother-in-law to uh, as a thanks for doing up my house, and then I bought the Monday tickets for my brother and uh, my brother-in-law and sister.
2: Why would um, you buy Friday, for them?
0: I, well, they bought me a chair and tickets last time.
2: Right, so that one really, no, no, Biggie, if you miss no out on that one, if
0: they have to change their date. The only yeah. issue is um, they're a reserves standing.
1: Mm, so now I
2: have to throw on a deal sweetener.
0: Yeah, they mm. are
2: up the front.
1: Um, Trent, I don't, I don't mean to uh, bring this down, but we have nothing to give away. <laughs> <laughs> we have no powers here. We can't. Lewis is wearing through. a pretty
2: cool necklace.
1: I'm not. Uh, mate, you have to give throwing a deal. Sweet, I don't have oh, a cool no. necklace on, man. I'm trying to, to help me do a deal. Be a good friend. I've I've got a Mars bar, Trent. It's not it's not a full size Mars bar. It's like the small eighteen gram I mean, Mars bar. More a Snickers fan, but what's the difference between A reserve and B
2: reserve? Really, uh, about fifty, 50 meters closer. Fifty meters, yeah. yeah.
1: And a couple hundred dollars too. Yeah. You probably can't snip yeah. him from B Reserve.
2: Yeah, I look, I will a bit. I did cheap out on the tickets, and I was like, I don't know, I'm not paying extra to be closer to Ed. As long <laughs> as I'm in the same room, I'm a happy man. Um, <laughs> right, well, this hasn't helped, and now I've just got busted for running personal errands on the radio. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> but, much. Luke Kigel is hereby
1: banned from doing photos on the Luke show. Thanks very much for calling, Trent. Sorry we couldn't do a deal. Thanks to everyone who called. Sorry that Luke's wasting your time. We're going to go to a song and I'm going to implement some disciplinary action. Keep calling throughout the show if you want to swap. <laughs> Luke, last week we were talking about the world's only professional streaker.
2: Yeah, it's a guy uh, from Liverpool. I believe his name's Mark Roberts. And you're right. He's one of the only people in the world who is taking streaking, running naked across a sports field to a professional professional level
1: yes and we thought we just had a funny chat about it but then you know little yeah. do we know on twitter we found him So and we thought well, re- we got to get him on the
2: show we should and recently his most recent streak uh, to date was the uh, winter olympics in south korea he hit the speed skating or one of the skating events
1: yes yes he did and uh we've got him on the line hey mark welcome to the show hi man <laughs> pleasure be on it mate thank you for asking me Mate, oh, no worries. We are both big fans. Uh,
2: my name's Luke. This is uh, Lewis, who you're also talking to. And we saw your streak during the uh, Winter Olympics, and yeah. we fell in. We fell in love with the sport. We didn't realise that there was such thing as professional streaking.
0: Well, listen, man, I've been doing this for a quarter of a century. That was number five
1: hundred and sixty-three. What? What? <laughs> In
0: 23 countries, no?
1: 23 countries. That's that's more games than most professional athletes. <laughs> I can't believe you
2: haven't retired. Is there going to be a retirement where you officially hang up there? I was going to say boots, but you don't wear anything. So.
0: Yeah, I've actually written a will, and in the will, this is, this is true. I've written it. When I go, I want to go in a clear
1: pierce box, yeah. naked, so I can streak my own funeral. <laughs> That's incredible. I'll, I'll come. When is it? Uh, oh, what a day! Right. So you don't haven't scheduled it in.
0: No, I've haven't, I haven't been off for a while.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, one question I had about your Winter Olympics one. So I saw it. It was a video where you streaked uh, the figure skating event, I believe, at the Winter Olympics uh, in South Korea.
0: Speed skating. Yeah. yeah the, the, the final of the speed skating the men's, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
2: wanted to know. Why didn't Why didn't you wear skates?
0: Because if the shoes I had on were, I, were supposed to be ice ice boots that grip the ice.
1: Right, right.
0: But they were absolutely rubbish. It was like walking on glass. Yeah, I green. saw
2: you slip and I was just confused. I was like, oh, I would have gone with skates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you try, you try sneaking in on a pair of skates. I think it looks a bit obvious That's you're going to try. That is
1: true. So obviously you <laughs> thought about it, you just didn't get the correct boots. Uh, we also wanted to ask, we we noticed, Mark, that you, at some point you decided, you used to streak fully naked, but at some point you started to wear a sock over your willy, and I wanted to know, what's changed? Um, the size of my penis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's the Winter Olympics. Uh you know, obviously not everything's going to be as impressive as it perhaps would be at the summer games, <laughs> and I fully understand that. So I realised that um, you, we believe you had a bit of downtime between streaks between, uh, before this one. Is that correct, or did you just not make any, like... Well, p- p- well p- I think
0: the World Athletics Finals in, in London last year in August, Usain Bolt's last race, the 100-weeker final. Yeah. Did you strike done... Usain Bolt's race? But I am not fully naked, man. Everything hung loose, the whole hundred metres. Well, I got
1: I got 90 metres before I got jumped by security. Right? No, you got 90 metres out of the 100. <laughs> you would think they'd be better prepared for you, Mark. You do it at just about every event, but it always takes ages to catch you. Because there's no law surrounding invasions, athletics. So I did them three times in a week. <laughs> Wait,
2: so you can't get arrested for streaking an athletics event? Well,
0: well, on the third one I did, I did it the second time, and they all joked me, you're ready. Right. I went back the following day on the final day of the athletics and did half a lap of the track. <laughs> <laughs> well done.
2: My favourite streak of yours was the Super Bowl. Uh, we believe that was a sponsored streak. We wanted to know last week, we are talking about it on the show, who sponsored you for that streak?
0: Well, for that one, and I've got to be thankful for them because I would have been able to afford to have gone to America to the Super Bowl for tickets and everything. That was an online casino. They said, you have our
1: name on on your chest. We will send you there. So, you know, I couldn't argue with that, man. Mark, just to let you know, we're actually streaking this interview right now. Yeah,
2: we're completely nude. I hope mood. so,
1: man. Bang it on the
2: mic, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck for your next streak. Cheers, mate. Well, listen, anytime. Hey, thank you very Brilliant. much. We'll, hey, hey if, if you do another big one, we'll get you back on. I want to hear the full story. Hey, the Melbourne Cup, that will be a good one.
1: All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Mark. Thank you. All right. Cheers, guys. All the best. Thank yeah. you. Now, uh, as you would know, as if you're listening to The Fox, if you listen to us often, uh, they run a promotion called HitCoin. Yes, the station's been running
2: this game during the day uh, called HitCoin, which is where if you hear a hit during the day, a certain song, you call up, you can win some cash. Now but We realised, mm, we, we had a look around the station, we're
1: like, man, where are they getting all these coins from? It's a lot of money to give away in coins. Because they give away $500, $1,000, yeah. but the thing is, there are no coins given away at all, so we think it's a bit of false advertising. Uh, and in the vein of, of clearing up any misgivings, this is not HitCoin.
2: <laughs> no, yes. The station have been like, you're not doing HitCoin on a Sunday night at 10pm. <laughs> they're, no.
1: ex- they're not exactly a fan of our parody of HitCoin. So
2: because, be- so because uh, we thought, wow, the station isn't even giving away coins, we decided to make our own game called Luke and Lewis's FlipCoin. Flip it. Flip it good. Flip it. Win a coin.
1: That's right. This is Luke Lewis's flip coin. If you give us a call on thirteen ten sixty, you could win a coin anywhere from five cents to two dollars. A total prize pool
2: of three dollars and eighty five cents. Now we have all of the coins here. Oh, by the way, you can't win that many coins. You can only win two dollars. You
1: win. You can only win. <laughs> one. That's the most amount of money you can win. Or you know, if you if you win one, basically what we want you to do is call up thirteen ten sixty, give us a ring. Uh, give us a call, and uh, we'll pull a coin out of a hat.
2: And then we go heads or tails, we flip that coin, and then we'll see if you win it. That's how Flipcoin works. It's too easy. The, the phones blow up every week. But we <laughs> we're keep I can't believe already. how many people need 10 cents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thirty ten sixty. Fox FM runs a promotion called Hitcoin at the moment, uh, where they give away money. They give away anywhere between $500 to $1,000, but they never actually give away any coins.
2: We just thought, wow, we're going to write our stations wrong. And uh, actually, give away a coin for your welcome. Literally, because a coin. People are just currently receiving hit transfers, uh, hit bank transfers. Mm. Hits. I'll send you money. Give us your bank details. I mean,
1: potentially a hit check. But is we, going off as well. Yeah, but we we're not really s- sure, but we know for sure there are no coins being uh, being handed out. So what we're doing is we have all the coins, yeah. and we are playing this. Flip it,
2: flip it, good. Flip it, win a coin.
1: That's right, we are playing Luke and Flip Flipcoin, where you can call up, and if you can guess correctly, heads or tails, you win a coin. Yes, uh, we will legitimately send you out a
2: coin. It costs the station more money to post it out to you <laughs> than you actually get, but that's the way the game works.
1: The higher-ups may argue it's a waste of time. I say it's the greatest game ever invented. Sam, welcome to the show. You're playing Flipcoin. Which coin would you like to win today?
2: Beautiful champ, boys. I'm. i Want to go for the 2 dollar? I'm going for the jackpot tonight. Ooh, big call, the jackpot. Right. I just don't want to get disappointed if you get a twenty cents. That's right. all I'm saying.
1: Close your arms, my eyes. I'm. I'm pulling a coin out of the hat here. Yeah, his, his hand I'm going I'm in.
2: He's pulling it out. Right.
1: Fifty cents. Are you playing for You're 50 cents? playing for fifty
0: cents. for fifty cents. Beautiful. You're happy. Right. You've
2: got to be pretty happy with that. It's the third best coin.
0: I'm content with that, so I'm happy I'll take anything at the moment. Alrighty,
1: <laughs> Sam. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, Sam. <laughs> You're playing for 50 cents, Sam. Heads or tails? I'm going to go uh, tails. All tails, alright.
2: Right, I'm flipping it now. It's flipped. It's heads. Oh, tails. oh no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, You're Sam.
1: It. You haven't won the 50 cents. Man, Sorry last about that.
2: week, the coin didn't go off. We no. had three, three. I mean, it's 50-50. It still yeah. hasn't gone off. Alright. Up next, we have uh, Emma. Emma, welcome to FlipCoin.
0: Hi, thank um, you. Have you ever
2: won a big prize before? So
1: excited.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I won something big bigger than this competition, but uh, you know, well, two dollars is is a good bet. But, but it, it doesn't
2: good. probably mean as much.
0: Yeah, this, this no, is a sentimental doesn't.
2: competition, yeah. Emma. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: You get a sentimental coin. All right, the fifty cents goes back in the box. Uh, Lewis is about to
1: draw it out. All right, close Let's my eyes go. here. I'm going to play with you. for you, Emma. Let's hope it's the two dollars. Right, it is. It's a dollar. We're for playing for one dollar. That's a good coin. For
0: right, one
1: dollar. You're playing for one dollar, Emma. How are you feeling?
0: Right, awesome. um, I'm feeling great about this. All
1: right, All right. Lewis yep. is about to flip the coin. Let's go. Give it a flip. Heads or tails?
0: Um, tails, please.
1: All right. Oh, well, it's tails. been flipped. I'm about to reveal it. It was Tails. It's, it's Tails. It's one. you
0: have won. You won You've
1: won! You've
0: won $1. Sunday. What are you going to spend so it on? So oh, my gosh. Um, I'm only going to have to spend it on part of a chai latte going to...
1: Part finish. of a try. Ch- <laughs> I don't know. I'm a fifth of a try last day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations, Emma. <laughs> we'll get that posted out to you. We, we <laughs> thank, to- you thank you so hey, much. And hey, Emma. Thank you for That being first excited. sip
2: is on us.
1: Oh, Thank you so much. Ben. All right. I thank think so we're going to wrap it there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks to everyone who called us. That's, that's the end of Flipcoin. Thank you very much. It's Luke and Lewis on Fox FM. We'll be playing again next Sunday. <laughs>
2: Lewis, uh, recently... I've been pretty proud of it. I've been on a celeb spot hot streak. Right. I've spotted three celebs out in the public in the last
1: two to three weeks. So Ed Sheeran, George Clooney, Johnny Depp—like that level of celebs? Close. Close. Well, no, (laughs) not close. Right. Uh,
2: One of them was quite, quite like I would say a. Almost a B-lister Almost oh, okay So
1: Okay, so it's just any A celeb anywhere from From like D down Anywhere side.
2: from like David Kosh above <laughs> Actually, no One's below David Kosh
1: <laughs> Is that even a celeb Or is that just a guy? <laughs> I,
2: I That's a recognisable Public figure Okay Yeah right, I'll give it to you So the first one I spotted Was um I It was, it was a good one I was at the traffic light yep. And uh Looked up And I heard someone honking Uh Turned around mm-hmm. Who's in my car Who's in the car next to me? Scott Pendlebury, AFL Collingwood football player. Right. I was like, boom, that's a good celeb spot. One tick.
1: And he was honking his horn.
2: Uh, I'm not sure if it was him. He did, looked a bit angry, so but he maybe could have been he honking just honking
1: or getting honked at. Yes. Right. The honk
2: got my attention, so I was like, "Where's the honking coming from?" And then I got immediately distracted by AFL a football very, player. A
1: very convenient honk.
2: Yes. So that was the first one. <laughs> right. Next week later, so I'm already thinking, great, great celeb spot. uh, love it. A week later, could not believe my eyes, I was trying to find a park just around our uh, South Melbourne area, yep. and who do I see walking down the street with his guitar? Vance Joy. Now, that is a nah, good celeb spot. That's insane. Yeah.
1: Vance Joy with his guitar, about to play a tune.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he was coming to the radio station. It was near the building, but I still saw him out in the public. So qualified? <laughs> no, it still counts because it doesn't count obviously if it's around like the radio station yes. or like if save your work in a media outlet. That's where well, celebs you come are. Come
1: in with Dave Hughes every day of the week.
2: Yeah, so that doesn't count. <laughs> and the third one, um, I don't know why I saved this one till last because I did because it's the most impressive.
1: Okay, my standards are low. <laughs> uh,
2: this happened three days ago. Uh-huh. I was walking down the street and I was staring at a guy. I was like, man, where do I recognize you from? Then I realized, hey, this is Matt from season two of The Bachelorette, my 19th favorite contestant. I didn't (laughs) lower my standards enough. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just, I started thinking like, wow, I judge a celebrity spot on three different categories. Okay. Mm -hmm. The celeb, how famous they are. Yes. So obviously mine aren't great. <laughs> uh, the second one is location. Where yep. did you see the celeb? I would say the more unique the location, the better for a celeb spot. Yeah. More just like the least likely place you'd expect to see a celebrity in the flesh. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the third one, likability of the celebrity.
1: Yeah. So if you Because it's see... not
2: good if you like spot a celeb that's unlikable. You're like, oh, saw Kim Jong un and Aldi. But it's like, oh, not really a likeable celeb.
1: I I wouldn't really call (laughs) him a celebrity. I'd call him a dictator. Well... He's pretty famous. <laughs> that's, that's true. He's probably not on Bieber level, but like... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah,
2: so it's all that uh, important. And I've thought, look, let's do a game on today's show where if you're listening right now and if you think you can top my celebrity spots, we'll judge you on those three categories. On the level of the celeb, the location, and the likability of the celeb. Yeah. If you think you can top that. An example one I had during the week sent to me. Uh, someone said to me, I found out they did... Um, uh, It was Jeff the Wiggle...
1: Right.
2: I'm um, liking it. I'm liking it. At a supermarket. I think it was an Aldi. Yes. An and, Aldi? Yeah. And I think the fact he was like near the mashed potatoes, near some hot potatoes.
1: Right. That's uh, not incredible. Only, That's
2: incredible because not Trifecta. only is Jeff the Wiggle at an inferior supermarket Aldi. compared to a Coles or a Woolies. Interesting. Jeff the Wiggle was awake. <laughs>
1: Mate, I can't believe it. So (laughs) that's incredible. Give us a call thirteen ten sixty with your celebrity, where you spotted them, and what they were doing. Have you got a better celebrity spot
2: than me? Can you spot Vance? Can you top Vance Joy in the flesh? Good luck,
1: Luke. You're on a bit of a celebrity spot hot streak.
2: Been on a celeb spot hot streak in the last three weeks. I've spotted three celebs out in the wild. Scott Pendlebury in his car. Vance Joy walking down the road. And, uh, Matt from The Bachelorette Australia Season 2. He, I think he came about eighth. <laughs> maybe i saw him on the street the other day so two celeb spots. at first i was the like one guy man, who
1: used to almost be a celebrity well at
2: first i was like dude did that guy go to my high school though? i was like no nah, he's like 30 and then i was like nah, it's from the bachelorette yeah. It's definitely the bachelorette there you go um and so we put it to listeners we we're like look if you guys think you can top my best celeb spot good luck i judge all my celeb spots on three different categories mm-hmm. who this the is celebrity is uh there's a science behind this um <laughs> Who the celebrity is, like how famous they are, the location of the spot. Like I say, the more obscure the location, the better. Yep. And uh, the likability of the celebrity. Uh-huh. Very, um, very important category. Yeah, so we've got three contenders up uh, trying to beat me. First up, we've got uh, Francis. Francis, who's your celeb spot?
0: My celeb spot's uh, Cosentino, the magician. Right. Wow. A, ma-
1: a, a wizard? I, was, he was he on
2: he... a talent show? Yeah,
0: he was. He, yeah, see, he that's... was that's... Uh, I've seen him once and then he he went on uh, Got Talent and then he won.
2: Oh, brilliant. Okay. So, did you see. Did you spot him before he got famous, though?
0: I think I did around that time.
2: How did you recognize him?
0: <laughs> recognize him because I just watched his show and then he went on the oh, so went I
2: see you went to a Constantino show. See, Constantino, yeah, yeah. pretty good celebrity, but. You'd expect to find him at one of his own shows. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: not, right. or probably or not a Littleton great scene or something. So, where, where did you spot him, Francis? At, I spotted at him at uh, Flinders Street crossing towards the station. I'm going,
0: mate, you're a magician. You shouldn't be teleporting places.
1: So, you're just disappointed
2: that he wasn't doing any magic. He was just walking.
1: Well, that is pretty good. You spotted a magician, but unfortunately, he wasn't doing any magic. I do like this one. Is that better than Vance Joy, Lewis? Uh, no, I don't like that bit of adventure. No. We might try another person. Patrick, who's your celeb spot? Okay, so I was in JB Hi-Fi about a month or two ago. I like it already. I
0: was, I was walking through the, I think it was the PC games, and I found this uh, comedian. I don't know if you guys know about him. Are you familiar with Mr. Luke Kijel?
1: Uh <laughs> Yeah, I have heard of the guy.
2: <laughs> Wait, did we ever chat? Yeah. Was that Greensboro? Yeah, man. I remember you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well,
2: hello again. (laughs) What a celeb spot. Now, I would argue that this is probably better than Van Stewart. No,
1: actually, sorry, no way. Looks like. (laughs) Luke is a little bit biased here. Patrick, I think you've got the game a little bit confused. This is actually Celeb Spots, not Obscure oh, Radio Host Spots. Okay, my bad.
0: Sorry. Yeah, we'll be
1: doing that next week, <laughs> Obscure Radio <laughs> Spots. But thanks for calling anyway, Patrick, even if you didn't understand the rules.
2: Uh, <laughs> you were just jealous that you didn't get recognised in a JB. I forget what I was buying. Is
1: so not something to be jealous of. Yeah, about. I was
2: probably like looking at DVD. <laughs> uh,
1: Joel, our last caller, who's your Celeb spot? All right, guys, I'm living in the past a bit right now, but in 2016, I've walked um, into Nando's co and I've spotted Craig David at the desk
0: ordering.
2: The R&B right. artist, Craig David.
0: You know Craig David, don't you? Yeah,
2: I do know. I'm yep. familiar with Craig David. Uh, wait, have you got one of his songs, Mike? Mike? <laughs> there <laughs> yes. he is. This
1: is a banger. And so, Was Joel... he walking away when you spotted him? No, nah, oh, well, I don't know, man. He's seen me, so he walked towards me. Right, and, and did you say hi, Joel? Yeah, I've got a photo and all, mate. I've walked in there. Um, he was actually playing that night. It was a Craig David
0: concert. And um went into Coburg after a haircut and um, went into Nando's. And Craig David was right there with his manager. Craig Sam, David. And- yeah, apparently his manager actually lives in Coburg. Or oh, really? Oh,
2: so brilliant. he gets a cheeky Nando's every now and then, Craig. So that's a good oh, celeb scoop, let alone a good I celeb like spot. I like this
1: because we now know that Craig David likes to have a bit of Nando's yeah. before
2: a show. Everyone likes a bit of peri-peri. Get, Perry get Perry. A, some spicy chicken in ya before you drop some spicy oh, rhymes. A big guy, man. I
1: can would have
2: ordered about two whole chickens and the large <laughs>
1: chips, man. <laughs> he just ate the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what, Joel? I like that slim spot better than all the looks. Yeah, blood. look, that's probably that's actually better than probably Vance Joy. Vance walking Joy was the holding a guitar going towards a radio show. Nah, I like Craig, Craig David, David getting Nando's. Kobe, it takes a it takes a real man to walk in Coburg. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Thank you very I much. I also for had Joel. one come in during the song.
2: Lewis, yeah, uh, Huey from Huey's Cooking Adventures <laughs> um, at a servo. Right. And at first, I thought the guy just said Huey at the servo, and I was like, what? And I thought he'd misspelled (laughs) Huey. And I thought, (laughs) but uh, it turns out, no, Huey's uh, Huey's from the, uh, sorry, Huey from Huey's Cooking Ventures, way better spot. Because he was probably buying
1: ingredients. Uh, Really? From a (laughs) servo? What would he get? I'm going to combine a meat pie with another meat pie. And a paddle pop. (laughs) (laughs) Luca Lewis on the Fox. I want to talk to you about um, my immersive theatre experience that happened to me uh, last weekend. Continue. Yes. What is immersive theatre? Well, I found out last weekend. Uh, Actually, it was two weeks ago on Valentine's Day. Uh, My girlfriend, she bought us tickets to uh, an experience called Alone, which is immersive theatre. Basically, what happened was she really wanted to go, so she bought me a ticket as well, and I had to come with it. But why? It's called Alone. Why would well, you go to someone with that? I know. She she broke the rules, right? <laughs> yeah. So essentially what it was is uh, it was a, it's immersive theater, and the whole thing was you're supposed to walk through this experience, and each room had a different actor, and it was to, supposed to walk you throughout Melbourne City where you'd be approached by actors, and they would do different things with you, but it was all alone. So they'd bring you in as five people in a group, then separate you immediately.
2: I would hate that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wanna let you know this sounds bad. Oh yeah. I'm well, je- I'm not jealous.
1: Yeah, well I, I had no choice in the matter. She purchased the tickets without asking me, so yep. I just had to had and to got roll with stung. it. So we rocked up, uh we went in as a group of five and uh we immediately started doing yoga as instructed by a woman dressed in full makeup, she looked like a ghost. How much <laughs> what? I don't know. Apparently I was supposed to open my mind And I was supposed to breathe in and out And and pretend that she was a ghost I don't know She just looked like a ghost I don't think that's what she was going for But to me She definitely looked like a spooky ghost Right but so wait, how much yoga?
2: was this experience? Hundred dollars. Well, that's probably cheaper
1: than yoga. So if anything, you just got discounted yoga class. That's true, right? So we start doing uh, yoga, all five of us, and then all of a sudden, from behind, five people come up to us, put hoods over our heads. What? Like we're being kidnapped, <laughs> or like and... you're in a weird frat, yeah. or something like. <laughs> it was like a weird initiation, except I paid for it, what? and <laughs> they grabbed us and they carried us into different rooms, all alone. Is all that without legal? Speaking. Well, here's the thing. If I did
2: that to someone in the street i would go to jail well that's kidnapping you would
1: and that's the thing because obviously they thought of that because before i went in i had to sign a waiver that uh let them that said i could not sue them and that oh I needed great to be... <laughs> if we
2: happen to kidnap you throughout the night please don't sue us
1: yeah well <laughs> i had to say that i was totally okay with knowing that there may be some aggressive sexual touching in the experience oh geez. so getting bashmate mate was the least of my worries <laughs> Right, so they take us uh, from doing yoga, and now all of a sudden I'm alone. Right, so the experience has begun. So they take us. Oh, great! So that was just the initiation. That was just like training. Yeah, it was terrifying. (laughs) So my adrenaline's going. I'm scared. Right, I'm waiting for a guy to come up with a knife to really enlighten me. (laughs) But uh, they bring me into this one uh, room, and uh, there's just a woman standing in front of me, and she's wearing a dress, and she's just staring at me, and I don't know what's going on. She's not saying anything, and then she just goes, (laughs) "I'm." And I went. So, I'm sorry. And she went. I'm you! And I was, What? She goes. I am your reflection. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You're
2: like, right? Well, I'm six foot eight, yeah. and you're a woman, and I look nothing like you. So I know. She was
1: about five foot six. You're or six the eight. worst mirror. <laughs> it was like one of those funhouse mirrors, right? And then I just, I just went, all oh, right, and I didn't move, right? And then she should have got- done the thing where you raise one arm to see if <laughs> she would too. Well, I should have. That's obviously, how you get it. That was obviously the what you were supposed to do because mm. she had to say. After like about 30 seconds of me not doing anything, she had to say, move your arm. Oh, you should have
2: picked your nose and got her real good. Well,
1: well, I'd moved my arm. She moved her arm. So she was copying everything I did. So Mm. I thought, all right, well, seeing as I've been kidnapping. Scratch your bum. (laughs) Seeing as I've been kidnapped, (laughs) I'm going to try and crack her. So what I did (laughs) is I looked her in the eyes. I leant forward a little bit. She leant forward. And then I just did a dab. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you make her dab? Yep, then did dabbed. you whip and nay-nay? <laughs> yes, I, I whipped, but because you, you put your arm forwards, our fist touched. So it was like a whip, fist bump, and she just started laughing. I was like, <laughs> boom, ruined one experience yep. on the next room. Good, right? games that match. <laughs> so there were a few other rooms uh, that were just as weird, but uh, what happened before we left the enclosed area was a guy put face paint on me and then they pushed me out into the city. What? Yeah. They put face paint it's on my better face. better than a hood. Yeah, and they gave me headphones that gave me instructions of where to walk. So I'm listening to these headphones. i got face paint on my face so that the other actors in the experience know that I'm part of the thing, obviously. Yeah. So I'm listening to these headphones. I'm going turning left here, turning right there. There's music playing. But what the recording didn't account for is how tall I am. I walk faster than most people. So I got to the destination way before the music ended. So I'm listening, to this, listening for the next instructions, not knowing that there are no instructions. Instructions. It's just music, and this woman comes up to me, and she starts trying to get me to come into a nightclub. She's like, "You gotta come in here! You gotta come in here!" I'm like, "No, no, no! I'm trying to listen to instructions in my headphones. Don't want to talk to you." So I walk away. She follows me down the street. You have to come in this nightclub. I just think she's a club promoter. She's obviously an actor for the yeah. thing, but I'm just distracted. Then <laughs> fans come up to me from the street and start going, hey, Lewis, how you going? Now she's confused. Is mm. so that like, brag continue? No, she's like, well, hang on. I'm the only person who's supposed to approach these guys. Who are these guys trying to take my job? And then I told her to go away. Oh had- cuz you
2: still didn't realize that she was an actress and yes. she was part of this experience.
1: I just thought she was trying to get me to go into some, some awful nightclub. So right. I'm like, "No, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to enjoy this experience. Yeah. Leave me alone, strange lady." And
2: you told her to go away.
1: Yeah, and she had to shove a pamphlet in my face that said okay. "Alone backwards." No,
2: you moron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember she-
2: this thing that you paid
1: $100 for tonight? Still Please happening. come in. Yeah. <laughs> So she had to shove a pamphlet in my face that said Enola, which was alone backwards. And I just went, oh, sorry. I'm not good at riddles. I'm a little bit stupid. (laughs) Then she took me into the nightclub and then we went to the back of the nightclub into this room, right? And this is where it really got weird. Went into a room. There was a little tent that I had to crouch down and get into. There was a dude with no t-shirt on, (laughs) covered in paint with the tent. And he just says nothing. I'm staring at him I'm like, hey, man, how you going? I don't think I was supposed to talk to them. (laughs) Then he pulls out a rubber glove and he makes a point of me watching mm. him put it on. That's
2: good. Did he snap it?
1: Uh, yeah, he Comforting. did. Comforting. He did. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. This is where it happens. And then he gets me to open- Did you open... just start
2: undoing your belt? No. <laughs>
1: I didn't know what to do. I was in a tent. I felt intimidated. Free colonoscopy. What's the worst happen? And then he gets me to open my mouth. Oh, he I thought goes... I was doing a prostate He check. goes like, uh, and I went, uh, and then he puts his fingers in my mouth. What? Yes. I don't know why I let him do it. I was so <laughs> under pressure. I was like, oh, I guess I'm getting enlightened here. And he takes them out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. Then he puts them in some powder. And it was like spices and stuff. Puts it back in my mouth. I almost spewed. <laughs> and then I This left just sounds head. so illegal. Oh no, I know, I, it's really illegal, I think I'm going to sue them, because there was absolutely no aggressive sexual touching, I was waiting for that, didn't get any. No, oh, well, some people would argue that mouth groping is aggressive and sexual, so... <laughs> well, maybe we'll go back. $100 well spent, Lewis, <laughs> hope you had a great night. I didn't. Luke, my brother's 21st was this Saturday night, uh, speeches happened, as they do, and uh, during the speeches... Bad invite, by the way, Yeah, missed well, that one. You don't, you don't know my brother, you wouldn't have come. Would you, would you have accepted that invite? No, I had
2: another thing on, but um, yeah. it would have been great to
1: get an invite, Arthur. I just want Arthur. to feel appreciated. Yeah, I mean, me and Arthur kind of know each other. <laughs> I've Snapchatted him like once. It was yeah. cool. You know what? There are a few people there that he knows less than you, so yeah. he, well, you were definitely snubbed, mate. Well, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> now, during the speeches, my mum gave a speech, and uh, she revealed a shocking family secret <laughs> that has been kept for about 10, 15 years that I had no idea about and I really feel like I've missed out on something. And did she drop this on purpose? Yes. Was it
2: like, I'm gonna wait till his 21st birthday to reveal this? Or well, was it, oh, I should probably tell people about this now.
1: Well, people called for an embarrassing memory, or okay. an embarrassing story, and that's when mum pulled this one out the hat, and also mentioned before she told the story that she's kept this a secret since it happened. When This happened when Arthur was about 8 years old, okay. I believe. So, I had no idea about this, but apparently, one day, uh, mum took my brother and me to the local shopping center and left us in a store while she went to do some other shopping. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So,
2: using Target as a daycare.
1: Yes, pretty much. Yep. (laughs) Uh, As all parents do. So, I'm in the shop. I'm enthralled by everything that's in there. It was one of those nerdy stores. Arthur's not really interested in that stuff. So, mum did her shopping and then she came back and she found Arthur by himself, without me, crying in the middle of the shopping center and she walks up to him and she goes, what's happened? What's happened? And he says, mom, mom, I've pooed my pants. <laughs> Please don't tell Lewis. He'll make fun of me. <laughs> and you know what? 15 years later, she kept her secret for 15 years. i missed out on 15 years of teasing. Yeah. During the story, I found out not only did he poo his pants, right? Yeah. He pooed his pants in shorts so it dripped down his leg. Oh. And a cleaner came up and mopped around him while he stood there and cried. Do you know, <laughs> do you know how much ammunition was withheld from me with that family you got a, secret? You got
2: withheld of a public poop. Yeah. And another, and the fact that you could have watched the cleaner clean it up.
1: I know. And I mm. could have teased him about it all the way home. It would have been funny as now he's 21. I tried, I gave it a go, tried teasing him. He's about not it. even
2: ashamed of it anymore. He doesn't
1: care. He's like, yeah, I did that last week on the 21st. <laughs> So what I've what I've done Luke is I've got my mum on the line yep. to explain why she kept this a secret for so long. Mum, uh, welcome to the show. Why did you Hi, Luke. Why did you keep this a secret for How long? It was like 15 years. Because he was really embarrassed and you would have teased him
0: until he was 21. Yeah, because
2: you're a bad oh, well, brother. Right. <laughs> 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 She's got to
1: protect her youngest son from you. You know what? Look Sol- at what you've become. Okay. <laughs> Solid reasoning. But you know what? Your plan's backfired, Mum, because you've you've waited until the opportune moment until I'm on Fox FM. Yeah, you've waited until he has a radio show and now he can, he can belittle him on uh, on state radio. Yeah, He's now <laughs> now the whole city of Melbourne knows, whereas before it would have just been me and my little brother. <laughs> well, I've got secrets about you too. Oh, no, please hang her up. <laughs> no, don't. Have you got any you care to reveal right now?
0: I'd better not.
1: <laughs> mm, are you sure? <laughs> You're a lucky boy, Lewis. Mum is the is the mm. gatekeeper of all family mm. secrets. They'll only come out at my the next 21st I have. No, that's all right. That's Lewis pooped right. himself before the show. Really? He didn't want me to tell anyone. It's running down my leg at the moment. Mm. There's a cleaner mopping it up around me. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't remember that bit. I think Arthur might have been exaggerating about that. Wait, Arthur
1: made that up about
0: himself? He was standing there outside waiting for me for quite a while and had a horrified look on his face, and I thought something really terrible had happened, but it was only poo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, after the break, Mum, what we're going to do is we're going to call Arthur, and I'm going to get my 15 years of making fun of him out in about two minutes. Me and Luke are going to join in, so what do you think about that? Good idea. The <laughs> <21st>. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, Mum. Luke and Lewis. Before the break, Luke, we were talking with my mum about a shocking family secret that she kept hidden from only me for about 15 years. She revealed it
2: uh, during uh, the 21st speech. Often times where embarrassing stories from people's past
1: come out during a 21st speech. Uh, one came out about your brother when he was eight. Yeah, my little brother, when he was eight. So apparently, what happened was mum left us alone in at a shopping centre so she could do something else. We were in a store. Uh, she came back. Arthur was by himself, standing outside the store, crying, saying that he's pooed his pants. Yep. Uh, and he made her swear that he would n- that she'd never tell me. He, he, and she pooped that- his pants in a shop. Yeah, she. He Not a his- toilet, a no, shop. A shop. Yep. <laughs> apparently, a cleaner had to mop around his feet because <laughs> there was a little bit of spillage going on, and uh, he said please don't tell Lewis he'll tease me and mum took that so seriously that she kept it hidden for about 15 years and that's great parenting because uh, I've seen you at home and you're a monster
2: so but now uh, this is literally a great example of why your mum kept it hidden because we have Arthur on the line right now
1: (laughs) welcome to the show mate how you going
2: good.
0: That's are
1: you? Yeah, pretty well, good. Well, I'm good now. I want to talk about you pooing your pants in a shopping center. You was say, your yeah. mum has
2: stitched you up, Arthur, a bit because she's, having, she's waited till Lewis has a radio show now so uh, we yeah, can do this on
0: air. I mean, it's one wonder she hasn't told you. You know for less than 24 hours on a <laughs> <top> radio.
1: <laughs> well, of course, she should have just told me when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, is that true about the cleaner having to mop around your feet?
0: Yeah, as far as I can remember. I was like seven or eight, and I was sick, because you were in the shop, and I knew I needed to, knew something was coming, knocking at the doors, so I walked out looking for mum, I thought she was at the cafe next door, but she'd walked to somewhere else, and then I was standing around just waiting, and then it it came, unleashed. (laughs) and um,
2: There was no stopping it, the floodgates were open.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, so,
2: we've all been yeah. there. Most of us yeah. when we were two to three years old in a nappy. But um, Yeah. The rest then, of us made uh, it to a toilet. <laughs> yeah. Now, Arthur, the reason why we've got you on the phone is, uh, firstly, actually, I want to know, why didn't you tell Lewis?
0: Well, I don't know, because he would have teased me yeah. when I was like, Young and then I guess i would just forgotten about it. Yep,
2: fair enough, I'd suppress that too. Now <laughs> yeah. um I appreciate you coming on line because obviously you've you've been you're being a good sport about this and I thought I feel a little bit bad for Lewis because he missed out on ten to fifteen years of teasing about mm. this subject. So I think it's only fair if I give Lewis uh thirty seconds, just thirty seconds to get in ten years of teasing, of poop jokes, um, just and, and then it's done forever. He can never mention it again. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. 15 years of teasing in 30 seconds. Your time starts now.
1: Hey, Arthur, I hope this doesn't happen to me next because I hear that diarrhea runs in your jeans. Boom. Because you pooed in a supermarket. And <laughs> Arthur, what time did it happen? Uh, About poo 30? No, pooed, uh, And it's no surprise that you're the number two child because poo... Um... <laughs> And Arthur, if you were a magician, you'd be Houdini. You got him. instead of Houdini. Yeah, hey we, Arthur, we got the joke. Arthur, knock knock. Who's there? You shout yourself when you're eight. Ha ha. Hey Arthur,
2: knock knock. Who's there? In
1: your pants. All right. Hey, this is my 30 seconds. Sorry, Stop I can to
0: jump on board.
2: Musical round. Code Brown. Arthur pooped his dags. Yeah, he did a public crap, and the
1: cleaner mopped around. Go Brown! We did it. There's my 30 seconds. It's over. What do you think, mate? It
0: was a bit longer than 30 seconds.
2: Yeah, sorry. That went for about a minute and a half. Um, I, <laughs> me as the referee there, I got distracted and I was like, oh, this is funny. We're all <laughs> we're making poo jokes. <laughs> it's hard to compress 10 years of teasing into 30 yeah. seconds. But now you never get to mention it again, Lewis. You promise?
1: No. Well, I promise. All right, I promise. That was the game. That brings us to the end of the show, guys. Thank you very much for listening this uh, last couple of hours. Uh,
2: Lewis, earlier in the show, we were talking about celeb spots. Mm -hmm. Just a quick one to wrap up. Have one sent in by our listener, Will. Yes. Uh, Sends me one on Facebook. He said, uh, yeah, I spotted Lewis once. You. Me? Yep. Not Not a a celeb? No. Not impressed? Well, (laughs) walking down Chapel Street at midnight eating a burger the size of his head. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure I if that says that. a lot. <laughs> Does yeah, that yeah. say a lot about this? Like, do you have a small head or was it a big burger?
1: I think it's a bit of a combination of both, mate, to right. be honest. Yeah, big, medium-sized head, okay. a giant burger.
2: Great. Was it a good burger?
1: No, it was awful. Right. And, and you know, eating a burger while walking, never yep. Never really enjoyable. No, that's a rubbish
2: it? celeb spot, Will.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening, guys. Check us out on the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and all the rest. This is Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Luke
0: and Lewis on 1019 The Fox.